Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Unpacking John Chapter 3. So, an old Jewish teacher goes to find the one they call Jesus, the one people are talking about around town, recently turned water into wine, captivating folks with his words. Nicodemus goes at night, because he would probably be stripped of his high-powered position in the Sanhedrin if he was seen in the company of this rabbi from Nazareth. But the old Pharisee takes the risk, knowing the law and the prophets like the back of his hand, believing this just might be the long-promised Messiah. He has to question him for himself. Straight away, Nicodemus affirms Jesus. We all know that God has sent you to teach us, he said. What an amazing statement of admission for Nicodemus to make to Jesus. No small thing, because this man wasn't just a religious ruler, but also a man of great wealth. In fact, it is Nicodemus who supplies about a hundred pounds of myrrh and aloe to prepare Jesus' body at the time of his death. It's recorded for us in John chapter 19. That alone indicates that Nicodemus, in addition to being a man of influence in religious circles, was also quite well-to-do. Jesus goes right to the heart of the matter with this seeker and tells him, Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Two of three concepts that hit Nicodemus right where he stands are out on the table. Jesus tells Nicodemus that he must experience a spiritual rebirth or he will not see the kingdom of God. The world has decried, mocked even, the term born again. But when we come to know Jesus, the fact is we really are born anew. We are different, aren't we? I mean, we change. I cannot think of a more apt expression than born again, because we're born from the inside out. Without this change, we will not experience the kingdom of God. When the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray, included in the prayer he taught them was the very definition of the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come, or to say it another way, thy will be done like it is in heaven. The kingdom of God is where God's perfect will is done, where it is lived out. And then Jesus looks at Nicodemus and lets him know the reason God had sent him. It was not just to teach the people. No, Jesus came to earth because of God's great love for human beings, that even though we had chosen to disobey him and go our own way, he still wanted to provide a way for us to be with him forever. There was only one way, and it meant someone had to pay the perfect ransom for the sins of disobedience, and only one could do that. Friends, you must not just keep reading right along without thinking here. Stop for a moment and realize the magnitude of what you are reading. What Jesus was expressing to Nicodemus that night, right here, 
It was the reason he gave up his royal robes and came to earth. It was the reason he would suffer. It was the reason he would go to the cross. Well, on that night, it was late. It was emotion-filled. It was dramatic. It was dark. And for Nicodemus, it was life or death. Think of it. I wonder if Jesus stopped then and he looked in Nicodemus' eyes and said, There was no other way. So I said, I would go. I told my father I was. I am willing, Nicodemus. Do you get that, man? It is my father's plan that all may live eternally by believing in me. But he will force it on no man, just like from the beginning. Boy, I bet Nicodemus did not sleep a wink that night, even more convinced that he had indeed been with the Messiah. Why, he had never known another to talk like Jesus. If you'd like to read this, think about it even more. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is Unpacking John Chapter 3.